Hello, my name is Jacqueline and I'm a very proud grandma. I write stories for my grandchildren and I'm happy to share them with you too. So make yourself comfortable because my next story is about to begin. The squirrels. Sammy and Sydney were sitting on a branch way up high in the tree they lived in. The tree was on the edge of a large park and the two squirrels enjoyed the view as they ate breakfast together. Suddenly, Sydney shouted, Come on, Sammy, let's go. Sammy watched as her brother scurried down the tree while she quickly finished eating the last of the nuts they had collected the day before. Then she dashed down the tree as fast as she could and raced across the large open park after Sydney. It was early in the morning and not many people were about. Sammy and Sydney chased each other up trees and down trees from one side of the park to the other. Got you at last, said Sammy as she flung herself at her brother, rolling him to the floor. She panted slightly as she felt a little out of breath. Not for long, said Sydney as he rolled away from Sammy, and before she could say a word, he was off again. Although Sammy felt exhausted, she was not one to give up, and she ran as fast as she could after Sydney. Eventually, they both stopped by a small pond and took a drink. After quenching their thirst, Sammy said, I'm hungry, as she looked around for something to eat. You're always hungry, replied Sydney, looking over at his sister. I'm sure your tummy is getting bigger. That's probably why you can't run as fast as me anymore. Why are you always saying mean things to me? asked Sammy sadly as she ran her paws over her tummy. I'm just saying this for your own good, said Sydney. Well, it hurts my feelings, Sammy replied sadly. And anyway, I can't help it if I like my food. I like my food too, but I'm not always eating like you are, said Sydney nastily. And look at your fur. I bet you haven't washed it in days. Sammy was very hurt by Sydney's words, for she was scared to tell him how she felt. She loved her big brother and was sad that he didn't seem to feel the same way about her. She needed to think of something which would please him. Then she had an idea. Without a second thought, she jumped into the pond to wash her fur. But Sammy had never been in this much water before and started to panic. She called to Sydney for help, but instead of helping, he shouted, Are you crazy? That's the dumbest thing you have ever done. He sounded angry as he continued, Get out immediately before you drown. Feeling sad she had disappointed her brother yet again, Sammy managed to make her way to the edge of the pond, doing a sort of doggy paddle. She felt miserable. She never seemed to do anything which pleased Sydney. Sammy got out of the water and stood in front of her brother, shivering. Look at you, he said sharply. You're soaking wet. The sun isn't out yet, so how are you going to dry yourself? You'll catch your death of cold standing here if you don't think of something fast. 
Sammy looked around and noticed a pile of leaves next to a nearby tree. Without thinking, she ran over to the leaves and leapt in head first. Oi! squealed a startled voice from amongst the leaves. What's going on? Quickly, Sammy came out of the leaves, closely followed by a very cross hedgehog. Looking at the hedgehog, Sammy said, I'm so sorry, I didn't realise you were in there. I hope I didn't hurt you. I'm okay, said the hedgehog. I probably hurt you with my spines. They are quite sharp, but very protective. Her trouble is she's too impatient and doesn't think before she acts, said Sydney, coming over to join his sister. She wasn't to know I was taking a nap amongst the leaves, said the hedgehog. It's nobody's fault, really. You're far too understanding, Sydney told the hedgehog, before turning to his sister and saying, Thank the hedgehog for being so understanding of your stupidity, and then we should go. He must have better things to do than standing here talking to us. Oh, I'm in no hurry, replied the hedgehog, looking over at Sammy, a little concerned that her brother was being so mean to her. Well, we are, said Sydney. Come on, Sammy, let's go. Sammy thanked the hedgehog for being so understanding, and then she followed her brother across the park back to their tree. Sammy wondered why her brother was so mean to her. She only wanted to make him happy, but that rarely seemed to happen these days. She decided that she would stop eating to make her belly smaller and hoped that would make him happier. That night, as she lay in bed, all she could hear was her tummy rumbling. It was a good thing her brother slept higher up in the tree, otherwise he would have been annoyed with the noise keeping him awake. The next morning, Sydney woke first and shouted to Sammy, Wake up! It's a lovely morning and I want to go for a run. Come and catch me! And without waiting for her to get up, he scampered down the tree and disappeared from sight. Sammy felt a bit wobbly this morning, probably due to her lack of food, but she didn't want to disappoint her brother again today, so she hurried down the tree to follow him. But she couldn't see him anywhere across the park, she thought he may have gone to the park on the other side of the road. So Sammy ran over to the road, which was not far from their tree, and stopped at the curb to make sure there were no cars coming. It all seemed clear, and so she started to run across the road, like her brother had told her to do so that she wouldn't get hit by a car. But suddenly she felt weak, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the road, Sammy fainted and fell to the ground. There was the sound of squeaking brakes and a car drove on by. Sydney had been watching all of this from a tree on the other side of the road. He saw the car getting close to Sammy and he saw her fall to the ground as the car slammed on its brakes before driving off. Oh no, he shouted as he ran down the tree and over to Sammy as fast as he could. He bent down next to his sister she wasn't moving. Sydney felt scared as he said, Sammy, are you okay? She didn't answer. Tears welled up in his eyes. He picked her up and carried her carefully back to their tree and laid her on the soft grass. She still didn't wake up. 
What am I going to do? Sydney cried out loud. I can't bear to lose you. What's happened? asked a familiar voice behind him. Sydney looked around and through his teary eyes he saw the hedgehog. Sammy has been run over by a car, he said as the tears spilled down his face. I can't lose her. She's my sister. Well, the way you spoke to her yesterday, it's a wonder she wants to be your sister, the hedgehog said, going over to Sammy. What do you mean? asked Sidney as he sniffed back his tears. She knows I love her. You said some mean things to her, stated the hedgehog as he looked closely at Sammy. But I only say those things to toughen her up, said Sidney. She really does know I love her. Are you sure about that? asked the hedgehog, looking up at Sydney. We don't know how someone else is thinking or feeling unless they either tell us or show us. Yesterday your words and actions showed no signs of love. Sydney felt alarmed and spluttered. But, but I do love her and now I never get the chance to tell her. And he covered his face with his paws and wept. The hedgehog leaned closer to Sammy. Feeling her breath on his nose, he went up to Sydney and said gently, I think you have one more chance to make things right between the two of you. Puzzled, Sydney lifted his head from his paws just as Sammy opened her eyes. Oh, Sammy, he shouted, seeing his sister struggling to sit up. Don't try and get up, he said, putting his arms around her. Just rest for a moment. I can't tell you how happy I am that you're OK. I thought that car had killed you. What happened? Seeing how worried her brother was, Sammy decided to explain to him exactly how she had been feeling. I felt I was always disappointing you. So last night I decided not to eat anything. And then today I felt all wobbly and I think I fainted as I crossed the road. But why would you not eat? asked Sidney, slightly baffled as he knew how much his sister enjoyed food. So I could have a smaller tummy, she said, feeling a little foolish now. You told me my tummy was getting bigger and I thought if I didn't eat, my tummy would get smaller and that would make you happy again. But I don't care about your tummy, said Sidney, hugging his sister. I only care about being with you. But you made me feel bad every day, she said. I'm sorry, said Sidney sadly. I didn't mean to make you feel like that. But you have to eat to stay alive. The hedgehog had been quietly watching, but now he felt Sidney needed some help and said, why don't you find a better way of telling Sammy things, he suggested. Use kinder words and don't make her feel bad. Sydney thought about this and then said to Sammy, If you eat smaller meals and run more with me, you will feel much happier and healthier. I can help you do this if you will let me. Yes, I would like you to do that, Sammy said, smiling at her brother. And please tell me if I ever make you feel bad again, he pleaded. I will, she said, suddenly feeling very happy. She went to sit up but still felt so weak and flopped back down on the grass. I think she needs some food, 
suggested the hedgehog, pleased the squirrels were getting along so much better. Sidney ran off and within a few minutes came back with an armful of nuts which he dropped next to Sammy. Thank you, she said, picking up a nut and munching on it. Mmm, this tastes so good. Sidney watched his sister tenderly. I love you, sis, he said. I love you more than all the nuts in the world. I love you too, Sammy said as she picked up another nut. Sidney looked over at the hedgehog. Thank you for helping me to see how badly I was treating my sister. I am truly grateful to you. I will change my ways starting right now. Oh, you've already started changing, the hedgehog said. Your words and actions have already been so understanding and loving towards your sister. Well, I couldn't have done it without you, said Sydney. But what if I start being mean again? The hedgehog explained to Sydney how our actions towards others create the feelings inside of ourselves. When you are being kind and respectful to others, he said, you will feel happy and good within yourself. When you say nasty things, you will feel nasty inside and then you will know to change your words. I understand now, said Sydney. Thank you for explaining it to me. Be kind and take care of each other. Then life will feel good all the time, said the hedgehog. Now I must go. It's time for my nap and I have seen a pile of leaves hidden away so I won't be disturbed again. Thanks for your help, shouted the two squirrels together as they watched the hedgehog walk away. Sidney turned to his sister and asked, How are you feeling now, sis? Much better, said Sammy. In fact, I think I'm ready to race you across the park. And before Sydney had time to think, Sammy started running as fast as she could. Sydney smiled as he watched his sister go, so happy that she was okay now. Then he shouted, Here I come! as he ran after her, feeling determined never to say anything mean to her again. Thank you for listening to my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Before you go, I'd like to ask you a question and you can tell me your answer by visiting my Instagram page, Grandma Has a Story. Here's the question. How do you feel when people say mean things to you? And how do you feel when people say kind things to you? I hope you always say kind things to others. That feeling of warmth and niceness inside is a wonderful feeling to have. Thank you again for listening to my story. And I hope you come back soon to listen to another story with Grandma.